the Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Have you ever been that over-the-top parent where you're just so excited about something that you just go a little bit extra and then you realise that you're not meant to go extra and get yourself in trouble? You'll hear what happened also when Tony blamed the kids for this as well. It, Outrageous. I, I stand by that. Outrageous. And we talked about mirrors as well. There's some mirrors that make you look good. There's some mirrors that tell the truth. And there's some mirrors, I think, that actually make you look worse than reality. You and tell yourself that, mate. <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing. Also, we divided the households around swimming pool colours, but not only that, there's a school that's trying to ban meat in lunchboxes. We get some thought about that too. As a parent, you get into foreign territory where you just don't know how you're meant to act. When I get to the netball court... <laughs> Every I'm... day is a parent like that for me. <laughs> Same. Every day is like that for me. It's like when I told you, like with netball, I'm all across it. I know, I know what I'm doing. I'm coaching the girls and they play basketball. And even though I was a basketballer when I was young, I, I started wear, like dressing slightly different to be like the cool bait. Ba- B-ball yeah. mom. came in with a, with a singlet on. And Put a, my tearaways back on. <laughs> a gold chain and a cap on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> gold teeth were a bit too far, but okay. Yeah. Well, I, I have felt a little bit like that in the theatre world oh. because my... my eldest daughter and now my middle daughter have, have started doing it and they started doing a holiday program and part of the holiday program was they had to do a little recital on the Saturday and it was up, up to the parents to do the hair and makeup and get them sorted. Oh, and that's I thought, a lot. And I thought, oh, okay, so I really want to do the right thing here. So I said to all of the other girls of their friends, come round to my house. I've got a whole lot of makeup and glitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do it for you. So... You know what I'm like. I was like, right, I'm going to Google, and they had to be fairy and elves. Okay. Now, the brief was they, um, they're they all in black, like everyone else in the cast, and then you can accessorise. So what we did for the fairies, we went out and got them like a little uh, tutu thing and some wings, and then I proceeded to ask the girls what sort of look they wanted. So they all Googled, and they all had these different fairy looks, which okay. were quite difficult. But a lot it of work. Yeah, it did. I was doing it for about four hours last oh, Saturday. Wow. Glitter all up the cheeks. We had... We had like one one was a purple fairy, so I had purple everywhere. I was doing the full eyeliner, um, the jelly lips, like everything so that wow. they looked as good as they could. And then as we were, so I did all six of them. And then when we were about to head out to go to their first show and they had to be there an hour before, one of them turns to me and said, oh, we forgot to tell you, Tony. They said, don't go too overboard. We don't want you to stand out. <laughs> and I had just done these six fairies, like, really extra. Like, they are sparkling like diamonds. And now they tell me they wanted everyone to look a little bit neutral so that no one stands out. So I arrived with these six glittering fairies and the other parents are, like, giving me daggers. Oh, they would, too, because you've ex- you've made them look bad. And you I just, made them look like they haven't tried. No, they, she made them look normal. That's the thing. And they I look normal. pulled up by sign and said, the kids didn't tell me. <laughs> the chasers on coast. Always blame the kids. All I'm right. now that mom. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Now, parents are not having to deal with, uh, not only having to deal with bedding and things, but also school lunches. Now, they can be a bane, can't they? And I, oh, I, I must admit, I'm lucky, and we're lucky because, I don't know if it's the same in your household, Tony, with your school-aged kids, but I don't get to do the school lunches. Well, no, because we're not there in the morning. That's so exactly right. it falls on our partners. falls on our partners, that's right. And it's one of the most annoying things for a parent is having to just, that monotony of yes. having. And yeah. also when your children decide, and I'm sure that you'll be able to relate to this, they decide, Sandwiches don't like them anymore. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? So yeah. it's got to be maybe like a chicken on rice, but oh, you got to prepare know. that the night well, before you, and be organised. And you got to be careful with chicken now because get this: this is happening in the UK. Parents have been left outraged after a primary school introduced a rule banning meat products in a bid to, and I quote, help the planet. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, no. 
So no ham sandwiches, no... No, no, the parents have been told, do not bring meat in their packed lunch anymore. According to the Sun newspaper, the new change uh, was only sent out this week. No saveloys. Well, you could probably argue that they're not meat, can't you? You could probably get away (laughs) with a saveloy. Nothing like like that, no. Honestly, can you imagine how much harder that would be? Yes, I can. Yeah. You just, oh my, I guess you just send them with Marmite every day. I mean, to be fair, we don't send meat in our, in our kids' lunchboxes at the moment, but not through. What do you mean? No meat? I don't think so. We don't often either. Oh, really? And it'll be only if we happen to have ham or leftover chicken, but most days it is. It's Marmite. Can't do peanut butter because that's got nuts in it. Yeah, that's we've right. got we've got a warning for that recently. Actually, do you know what? Just forgot. You put... Primary school, actually, we're allowed nuts in our, it's at, it's at preschool that you're not. Oh, okay. But but what other options do you have then if you're not going to do meat? Well, I, I know I'm sounding like a real carnivore here. No, you're right. I, mean, I, I love to eat meat, absolutely. But the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is like, you know, cold, so, planet, cold sausages, you know, that sort of stuff. You can put that in a kid's school lunch, right? Oh, sausage but no, sandwich. you can't do that anymore according to this thing. So, Even if you had, like, imagine if you had leftover pizza, you'd have to pick the meat pick off. Pick the ham off. Or exactly. the chicken. Or the chicken, yeah. What that is is a political agenda that's been pressed upon other people, you know, and they might not have the same political ideals. Well, so, you know, you, you might say that, but there might be someone listening to this right now agreeing with the school. I mean, hey, does the tuna count? What if you had a tin tuna. of tuna? I well, mean, no friends you're going to make with it's, that. It's, but. <laughs> <laughs> that should be banned anyway, I think. <laughs> so, did you do that for your kids? Like, you know, take, take the lunch you know, the lunch thing seriously. Do you, does anyone agree with the school on this? I'll be honest, I don't. Neither do I. I just wish people would stop telling me how to live my life. Let people eat what they want to eat. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, we already reckon meat free or yeah, into this. To you- be fair, I've just, it's just dawned on me. Mm. I just said let people eat what they want to eat. But they have banned lots of other things. They like have. sugary drinks. This is it. Because if you go to a certain school in the UK, you can't take meat for lunch anymore. So oh, parents are being told, do not pack meat in your kids' lunchboxes anymore. And Tough. you know what? If you're a vegan parent, that doesn't stop you sending your children without meat to school. That's of course. Point. It just has to be a choice. Yeah, why, that's it. Why do you have to ban it for other kids? You know, why can't people just have a choice? I know, exactly. And you're right. It's taking away that choice, which is just awful, in my humble opinion. But maybe we're wrong on this. Maybe the school is right. They're doing it to save the planet. That's what they're saying. Jamie, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, look, team... Um pretty disgusting really it's built on ideology uh first and foremost i actually work in the agricultural sector yeah. and a number of years ago uh the uk and european markets tried to uh reduce our ability to market in the uk it was a term that was used in regards to food miles so if you look at exporting a product say a perishable product from new zealand by the time you put it on a ship by the time you truck it we have an increased carbon footprint well, the reality was very different from the ideology. We have a far smaller footprint than a lot of producers in the UK. I want to make this really quick, because I know that you've got a radio show. Uh, basically, to produce cereals or high-value crops, um, the rate of fossil fuel is probably five to six-fold over protein-slash-meat or milk production. And that is an absolute sign. So what I'm saying here, team, I have friends that are vegetarians, I often cook vegetarian, I like steak, but if we take the ideology out of this, this the pure sciences, um, cereals slash grains are far more in their production in regards to the use of fossil fuels and carbon, Mm. uh, if you extrapolate it out, 
far greater than meat production. So there we go. I'll leave it at that. No, no that's fantastic. really well said, Jamie. Really Thank point. you very much. Yeah, yeah. So now they're going to ban cereal. Ban cereal as well and meat. So all you'll be eating is lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you seen the carbon footprint on lettuce? Oh, look, you, you chuck those, those seeds in we'll there. We'll be actually drinking shakes, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll be fast all round. Everything will just be powder. Yeah, get, get your arm on. And Paula, hello. What do you reckon? The, the school has banned meat from school lunchboxes to save the planet. Give them. Give them lunch and sandwiches. There's no meat in that. Yes. Oh. And how luncheon. delicious is what luncheon? What even is in luncheon? I hate luncheon. Do you no, know? Don't say you uh, hate floor, luncheon. Floor sweepings. Yeah, my, my yeah. There's a reason why I didn't like it. My brother-in-law, who was a farmer, says it's lips, hooves, and bums. No, that's not fair. Oh, Don't say that about luncheon. Me want to <laughs> no. I go past a luncheon aisle at the supermarket and I get excited. And, <laughs> yeah, and me and Sarah will occasionally buy a luncheon roll, go home, and have just sit in the kitchen <laughs> and have a, sl- a big, thick slice of luncheon. After school, and I'm hoping my wife's not listening to this, but after school, I'll go to the supermarket and get a few things. And sometimes our boy Max, he loves it, and so I get him a couple of slices of luncheon. Oh, yeah, luncheon's what would you great. get in trouble with your wife for eating lunch? Oh, it's the most healthy thing from to be eating after school, you know, afternoon. I think <laughs> these far works when I get mine a bag of twisties. <laughs> the Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. I want to talk to you about our cocktail evening at the Wallaces uh, just recently. When I say cocktail evening, it was just me and Sarah, but I think you guys should come around because... Um, at your own house or at, at your mummy's? No, 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 at, at our own house. Okay. Yeah, and um, what we were trying to... Well, first of all, it just started up, let's have a gin. Then we realised we'd run out of gin. Then so you realise it's lunchtime. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we had to get creative and... Uh, and what we did have is our neighbour had dropped off um, some lemons, some lemonade lemons. You know Marcus. those ones, Marcus. Indeed, it was Marcus. In fact, he threw them over the fence. I reckon you abuse Marcus. <laughs> Marcus probably feels the same way. <laughs> anyway, so we were running low on supplies, so I thought what we need to do is make a cocktail based around the ingredient that we have that Marcus had <laughs> given us, and that was lemons. So I thought I said Caprioska or Capriena. You know, do you know what they are? No. A, a, a Capriana is a, a, is a drink out of Brazil, and it's what I thought was a lemon-based cocktail. It turns out it's a lime-based cocktail, and you use rum. Anyway, we started mixing and mingling, trying to work out how we could make this, even though we had lemons, not limes. So I went over back over to Marcus's place. <laughs> <laughs> over his booth cabinet. What do you guys got? And he also has a kefir lime tree, but the kefir lime is not a very generous fruit in terms of its juice. So what I decided to do is, and I got really into this, the science, of making lime. So we got lots of lemonade, lemons, and then I mix the kefir lime into that. And then the only other really ingredient is sugar. So you mix that in. Did you go over to Mark's house? <laughs> I, I had the sugar. And I tell you what, we made uh, the Caprihenia cocktail. And we were sitting there. We got three in, and that was the point that we that I realised that I'd forgotten to put the rum in. So we had an entire cocktail night. We are just drinking lemon and sugar with no rum. And he has twins, everybody. <laughs> there you go. Have you ever in your lifetime have a th- have a think back. Have you ever walked out without paying for something? Not stolen it, but just walked out without... Pay. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yes, I have. Have you? Have you done it, I've just remembered. Yes, I have. What did you do it with? Well, this is terrible. I'm not... Okay. Years ago... This better be something good. No, it is. Don't be it's... like I stole a jelly bean. No, no, years ago... No, we, we stole a toy. <laughs> a, so, a, a, a large soft toy. I'm not going to say where, but it's a well-known large outlet. <laughs> In case they come knocking. Yeah. And so years ago, so we're walking through this shop, the store in a mall, and um, our little boy, I can't remember if it was Max or Ollie, was sitting in the trolley and we walked past the toys and he just, you know, needed something. So I thought, oh, here, hold this. Always intended to put it back on the shelf, right? Always. Just just a comfort toy walking around the shop, right? Walked out, got to the car and I'm like, oh, my God, he's still got it. 
and huh. you didn't take it back ah, in. You wouldn't, would you? You got to the car and you just drove on out. Yeah, you're a criminal. I think mine's not even as bad as yours. But, <laughs> but earlier this week I got my flu jab, right? Oh, yeah. And I missed the day where you could get them free at work, so I just booked it in with my local pharmacy. I got my fourth COVID booster at the same time. Fourth? And because the COVID... Yeah, you know, underlying health issues oh, yeah, and all yeah. of that. Uh, because the COVID jab is free... And I got my flu jab at the same time. I just walked out and drove home. <laughs> and they had to call me and said, did you um, pay for your flu jab? You stole a flu jab. I stole it. So I stole a flu jab. No, you stole medicine that was supposed to be for someone else. No, I don't feel oh, so bad on the soft hey, now. It was meant to be for me. Oh, okay. Anyway, the only thing that made me feel better about this whole situation is a friend of mine, um, her daughter is in the Frozen production with Juliet. She took them into the rehearsal on Sunday last week. And while they were rehearsing for the two hours, she went to a cafe in Auckland she sat down and she did her work. She ordered lunch. She proceeded to order numerous coffees. And then she went and she picked up the girls and she got home. And then two days later, she realised she didn't pay for any of the lunch. So she lived two hours. Did she go back? No, she said she couldn't. She, the, the, the place didn't have a number. She was working on the shore the whole week, so she couldn't drive back in over town. So she has to wait till the following Sunday to then go back to the cafe. So right that now, they're thinking, wow, didn't pick her as a thief. Wow. So over those two hours, she chatted to the staff. Yeah, totally, friendly. like all out in the open. Now, like this is the most brazen thief mm. we have ever seen. Yeah, there's that guy in Australia that was doing this, eh? And uh, you know, the succulent Chinese meal guy. He was travelling around Australia stealing succulent Chinese meals, and then he got arrested on the spot. Was that, he? That could happen to you, Street. I might try it under succulent <laughs> Chinese meal. If you haven't day. seen that video. It's one of the greatest viral videos of all time. <laughs> <laughs> succulent. What is my Chinese? crime? A succulent Chinese. <laughs> Meal eating a Google succulent Chinese meal. I need to make a meme up. Do not. What is my crime? A flu jab? The Coast Breakfast Catch Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. It's one of those debates that could carry on for a wee while, I think. You know, a lot of people are getting ready to go over holidays, right? Overseas holidays, go somewhere warm, somewhere with a, a nice hotel, sort of bar, lobby bar, and a swimming pool. But when you look at that swimming pool, though, what's going to make it more attractive? Yeah, this is a big debate. It's the light pool versus the dark pool. And I have to say, I am firmly in the light pool camp. For me, I like a light pool, but not too... And I don't have a pool, but I like it that it's got a bit of blue to it. But to me, if if I see a dark pool, it looks cold and uninviting. Oh, no, I totally disagree. So on a nice summery day, you want to hop into a dark, dark pool? Well, no, but you think about, like, the really rich places. You know, like, I think it's the next tier up have the dark pool, don't they? Yeah, but I don't like them. You don't like them? No, No. I don't either. I'm with Tony on this. It's more of a natural stone finish no, as this... opposed to like a, 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 a uh, dare I say it a fake blue colour no you see we, we saved up and we thought you know we, we want to one day have a swimming pool we've finally been able to do that and so we went we, we this very debate we had do we want a dark pool do we want a light pool and we looked at all the colours and the one we got looked grey without the water in it and I was like oh no but it's got these little luminous fears things in it and when the water goes in it's okay, a okay be- Suzanne it's, I know wait there's more when the water goes in and you've seen our pool right Yeah. that's a good colour pool yeah. it's a light it's a blue pool. you've got a light blue the problem is I reckon the dark pools are trendy but the reality of a dark pool is even on a really sunny day 
they, it doesn't look inviting enough to want to actually swim. Oh, as soon as you touch the water, though, you're creating it heating up, and there you go. It's not a dark pool Not every pool is heated, though. That's the thing. Well, you can't go a cold And do you know what? <laughs> Apparently, people that have pools spend 80% of their time looking at the pool yeah, okay. and 20% of the time actually in it. There's this mm. trick we learned, and, and again, I'm relatively new as a pool owner, so I didn't know these things, but in, in winter, you do this thing that you put your pool to sleep. So you leave the cover off, and your swimming pool becomes a feature of your backyard. That's all you do. You look at the swimming pool. Well, you think about that with any type of water. Yes. The sea. Uh, you look at the sea that's more than exactly you actually it. go in the sea. So there's, again, you look at the sea, okay, so uh, off uh, Adiamuri or whatever it is. The, um, no, it was um, Aitataki. Aitataki, yeah. Uh, after Rarotonga. Really, really nice, clear, light blue, right? Or do you want to look at a big old dark, moody sea? No, no, no. The dark pools, uh, they can look fantastic as well. And do you know the other advantage of a dark pool is you don't have to clean it as much. No, mm. is that I true? I don't know. Oh, that's that's the thing. It's a theory we want to roll with. So this is the thing, like pool colours. Again, if you go to a resort somewhere, or maybe you have a pool or lucky enough to know someone who has a pool or whatever, you look at the pool, do you like a light colour or a dark colour pool? This is the debate we're having this morning. Settle it. 0800 004 Coast or text your vote to 2699. Only the important stuff. Swimming pools. If you're going to go for a midwinter break, right, and you want to go to a hotel with a resort and it's got a swimming pool, what's going to look more enticing to you, a light colour blue or a dark blue? For me, it's light blue all the way. And maybe the reason you feel this way is because you've got a friend with a pool and that you look at their pool and go, oh, that's amazing. Or why did they go that colour? If I had a pool, I'd do it totally different. Yeah, absolutely. The, see, the thing for me is I reckon what I see is the difference is the, the pools that are dropped in are the lighter pools, the plastic pools. That's not pools. true. No, you, you can, can get any colour you want. People that go and get the beautifully made ones of tiling often go darker because... Ours, ours is beautifully made. <laughs> it was yes. a drop in and it's light blue. And also, if you're going to go concrete with tiles, you can choose any tiles you want. <laughs> yeah, it's no, right. it's not true. Do you know if you... What the... Um, what the darker pool does is it uh, mimics natural environments. So what it does is it looks, it, first of all, it looks deeper and it looks more like rivers, it's lakes. Not, it's not mimicking and, Fiji, and is it? Sea. No, that's not true <laughs> because if you go to uh, the Western, which is one of the nice hotels in, in Fiji, they've got the darker pool. But the Hilton's That's got probably the light why one. I've never been. <laughs> I, I don't know, Leisha. Settle the debate. What do you prefer, dark or light blue pools? I absolutely think dark yep. because it will absorb the heat. Ah. And the light stuff reflects the heat, but also the dark pool hides all the dirty bits and the hairs and yeah. Bits. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, if you get a heater and a good cleaner, you'd go light. <laughs> No, <laughs> still go dark. You still go dark every time. All right, Alicia, thank thanks, you. Alicia. Thanks, so much for that. Didn't think no Sam worries. was going to get any uh, nice support. To, nice to have some support. <laughs> Daryl, what do you think? Light or dark pools? Oh, light. Good. Yes, yeah, same. Definitely light. I mean, a dark pool, you're going to look at it and go, what lurks in there? <laughs> the anaconda. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's the whole thing. Like I totally get that it's probably easier to keep clean if it's dark. But I mean, isn't the point of a pool well, so you actually go in it? Clean if it's dark, or you just don't see the murk. Yeah, there's just worse stuff under there. No, honestly, just. Yeah. just Clean, clean the pools. It doesn't matter what colour it is. Clean, clean your pools. Well, you know, it's, nice. it's like having a, a car that, you know, like a light car doesn't get as dirty. And, and you're still going to clean it, but it's an asset to have it if you don't have to clean it as much. Yeah. No, no, I no. I kind of get that. Yeah. Angela, hello. Now, you you inspect pools, right? So this is your job. Yes, it is. Ah. What, what sort of inspection are you doing? Like, are you signing off like that's good to go? Um, I do the three yearly checks to ensure ah. that the fence is compliant. Okay, so what is the best pool? Is it a light pool? Yeah, what do you see more of? Yeah, Sam's right, it's a dark pool. Is it? No, 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 but, but can I just delve down on this? You, you think that, but why? 
classier. Mm, yeah, I honestly think they do. Streety's not. Streety's not convinced. I'm just saying. If so, Angela, if you were going to put in a pool right now, you'd go dark. I would. They keep the water warmer as well. Yeah. Swim a bit longer. Let's just take out the the fact that it warms the pool up, and maybe you don't have to clean it as much. But when you're sitting there on a hot day, would you rather dive dive into like a black pool than you would a light blue? Not a not a black pool. A darker pool. I just don't care. Angela, and so and so as as an inspector, you are seeing more dark pools as well, are you? Uh, no, I see them occasionally, but um, they, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, they just look nicer. Oh, okay, interesting, because we, we ran a poll online about this as well, and 64% said light-coloured pools they prefer. But 36% are still saying dark, and Sam's got a theory. He thinks all the mega-rich people put in dark pools, yeah, so it maybe is. it looks nicer because they, like, just got flash of pools. No, they don't look nicer. That's the thing. Anyway, so the jury has spoken. It looks like dark pools are the uh, the preferred pool. Sorry, Jace, you put in a light one. No, I'm happy with my decision, <laughs> thank you. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. But a study has come out saying the key to losing weight could be doing this twice a day, every day. What do you think it is? Do you know what I instantly think of when you say that? I think of the guy, the PT that we're all following on Instagram that goes, don't worry about any of that. It's calories in, calories yeah. out. But I still want to know. Yeah. So, oh, I know. It'll running? be going upstairs. Going upstairs twice a day? Yeah. Okay. And you reckon running twice a day? I reckon, well, you can't run twice a day, Kenya. That's, that's, no, that's can. Running's, running's actually quite Brown, bad for your body. The Iron Man just runs all day. <laughs> what twice a day? It's going to be something quirky. Though, isn't it? It's going to be off the beaten track. Well, I'm surprised by this, to be honest. I really am surprised that this is going to help you lose weight. But they reckon the study's been done. Maybe it's it nothing twice a day, to do with every exercise. Day. Maybe it's like, have a bath twice a day. Someone sees a text, is it going to the bathroom twice a day? That'll do it. That'll do it. There's a lot of things that'll do it. It's not just the bathroom. You know, you can lose weight by going to the gym twice a day. Running None of twice you eat day. your weight in calories. No, that's true. Calories in, calories out. <laughs> I could. I think <laughs> it's going up the stairs no. twice. What is it, Jace? You say about this calorie in, calorie out thing, it's eating two breakfasts, two breakfasts twice a day. That's what the study says. It says you've been we eating. have done that and it is untrue. <laughs> <laughs> it does not work. No, here's the idea. Eat something small, like a little snack first, then something satiating. Isn't that a great word? Satiating. So 600 people have been um, studied over a, a, a period of two years. Nutritionists argue that double breakfasts can help you lose weight. It works by stopping you snacking in the morning and binging later on. So you eat a snack first, then breakfast. So if I ate my banana now yes. and my um, and pathet- pathetic overnight oats in an hour, <laughs> it's going to make me better. Apparently so. It's, but you think it's working though? You've been doing this for a little while. Is it working? I think you're looking great. You're looking I always amazing, think it's really good, I can tell you I, it's not working. I reckon it. No, I reckon <laughs> no, I just started on the double actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Two weeks in. There you I, go. See? To be honest, I think it's the thing that you're getting the results from is the, the mushrooms that we get with the three bits of toast and the two eggs and I reckon that's what's working for <laughs> that's us. That's what's going to make you go to the bathroom twice a day. <laughs> the Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Life begins at 41. You're going to have so much fun. Thank you, Suzanne Paul. I'll tell you what wasn't fun, though. This was early hours of Tuesday morning when I got the scratchy throat and the throbbing frontal brain headache. Uh And I thought that I had... COVID and I thought I'd broken the you know the trust group that we have that you know who's going to get it first and I thought it was me. Hey guys it's okay if you get COVID right? It's okay it's right. No it's, one's going to come down a, on I you. I think it's going to happen so. There, there is a lot of pressure though once you get it um, because when I got it the first thing I thought I had your words running through my head Sridi. What were my words? Your words were uh, we cannot get COVID this way because my when daughter. When I said we I meant me. 
No, but I mean, if I got it, there's a good chance then I'd implicate you. Oh. And then Juju wouldn't have been able to play Elsa in oh. the in the production. No, it's still it's true. It's only Thursday. There's like two more days. Yeah. And if I get it, that is the reality. Yeah. She will not be able to do the show she's worked so hard for. Household and contact, how yeah. many people are in that position right now? You've got something very special this weekend and you're thinking, please, 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 just get us there. Yeah, but it was a new one for me. COVID guilt is what I want to whinge about this morning because when you start getting those symptoms and you don't know if you're positive or negative, and nearly everyone has been through this, um, you start to trace back who you're going to kill, don't you? Like, you start to go back, you start to worry about, okay, who have I seen? Who have I sat with? Who have I implicated in this? Like, my dad has pretty, you know, he's he's marginal in terms of his health and he's had some treatments and bits and pieces. So I was like, have I seen my dad? No. What is it going to do to my girls? How am I going to ruin, um, you know, Juju's Tony's production? Tony's going to speak to me again. <laughs> Jason's got his birthday this weekend. COVID guilt is a real thing. Can and, I say, Can I just add to this? Post-traumatic stress. I agree. <laughs> oh, no, you, you did well. You did the, a good thing. The worst, the worst feeling I've had throughout this entire COVID shamozzle was on the Friday that I was about to hop in the car to drive to your wedding, right? And I got a ring from my daughter's school to say, we're sending you home. Someone in her class has got COVID and Juliet has symptoms. And I, at that moment, was like, I cannot be part of Sam's wedding. Oh, I was yeah. like, if this is positive, and I sat by and I was sweating while I was doing the test. I get it. COVID guilt and COVID like nerves yeah. are an absolute thing. Yeah. Oh, I totally understand. I remember the, the, the day of your wedding as well. I too got a phone call that oh, made me feel... Yeah, yeah I, I, my, my stomach dropped. It was like, Jason... Have you gone through Whangarei yet? No. Good. We need a bow tie. Someone's forgot their bow tie. That was a terrible day. Terrible start of the day. PTSD from the wedding. Yeah. 10-7 Aotearoa. The rebranded police 10-7. Yeah. So back on TVNZ2 tonight, half past seven. Yeah, she's all go. And uh, I've already uh, shot the links and done the voiceover for this week. What, uh, what does it mean to shoot the links? What does shoot that mean? Shoot the links. So you well, I would the... hope so because it's tonight. Yes, tonight. Well, we're, we're, they're cutting it quite fine. We actually shot those yesterday. So we shot the links for t- uh, tonight's show just yesterday. And the links are the little bits of, on, the, on the pieces to camera. Where I speak to camera to adjoin all the stories. Can you give us a little tease of what's in it? Well, I actually have a little piece to cam for you guys to deliver. A piece to cam, oh. no Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, and I battled with one particular word in this piece to cam, and it took me about 45 goes. Like part- elocution wise? Yeah, I think you'll be fine. I really oh. battled. And see if you can pick the word. Go. Read, read. Don't free read. I can see the word already. <laughs> the. the, the you said to hear, didn't you? The, 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 the. the New Zealand police have over 15,000 people working across Aotearoa. Yep. It wasn't any of those. 10,000 of which are constabulary officers. <laughs> constabulary. 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 Is it constabulary? Yeah. yeah. What, is, it, what is a constabulary officer? So one that is on the beat. You know, sworn so, in. Sw- you know, not working in an office, someone that is actually, you know, working, wearing yeah. a uniform. and Like and, a policeman. Like a policeman. Or a police person. Like, we don't what? say policeman See, anymore. See, if that was me on Seven Sharp, I'd just go, I'm just going to call him a policeman. <laughs> just going to take all the, all the pain out of it. Constabulary. <laughs> took me, that took me a lot of goes. But uh, do you know what else I want to talk about my but suit? you say constable, don't you? Oh, God. Oh, no. You'd be in the office. We need emergency (laughs) services here, but looks things. Have you seen this man? (laughs) Um, I want to talk to you about my suit, though, because um, it was a it was a real learning process getting my suit sorted. Do you have a mirror at home that you quite like? Because I've been training quite hard for a while now. (laughs) 
Actually, yes. We've just got one, and yeah. it's and it's um it's it's really big. It's for the ceiling. And, no, no, no. <laughs> we've, we've, no, no, no. We've got one, and, and it's 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 a lot bigger and a lot, but it's it's more flattering than we've ever had before. Like, yeah. That's that's what we need I, in the house. I reckon someone put a mirror in my house to make me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got a mirror in, in our walk-in wardrobe, and it's not a big walk-in wardrobe, but it's it's down lighting and it's quite warm. Yes. And I stand in front of it, I go, hey man, all this training's working pretty well. And the other day, I went to Helen. Steins and St. Luke's, and I stood in front of their uh, mirrors as I was getting changed to to try on my new suit for Police 107, and I was like, wow, this is the reality mirror. You know, Helen Steins gave me my reality. I was like, you know, you could see the, the, the podgy marks around the side. It was just very, you know how some mir- mirrors just reveal everything? You know yeah, there's some, I, harsh there's some harsh mirrors. I reckon that there is a mirror that is how you actually are. And mm. then I think it can be mirrors that make you look worse than in real life. Oh, you reckon it was yep. wor- That's really kind, I reckon you were in, like, no. mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest yeah, of them no, all. No, it's one of those Not mirror you mazes. You walk through, you're, like, you're short and fat, and then you're tall and skinny, and then you're, yeah. like, you're, you're no, wonky. That proves that there are worse <laughs> mirrors than reality. So right. Don't even worry. Oh, that is so. I didn't know there was worse mirrors than reality. Yeah, there I, are. I thought there it is. was my reality no, check mirror. No, no, you look yeah, good. No, you look you're fine. fine. And, and the proofs tonight will be at half past seven on TVNZ2. And please feel free to send text to Sam. Make them Constabulary. The Coast Breakfast Catch Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. Dirty Dancing, the sequel, oh. is going to be made. It's in the works. There's Dang. something even more shocking than the fact that there's a sequel, though. Dangerous territory. Who's, pa- who's playing Baby? Did you, did you hear, Sam? No, who is that? The OG. Jennifer Grey is Jennifer playing Grey. Baby. Baby is back. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Baby got back. Yeah. <laughs> Baby is back. <laughs> the thing is, though, um, well, a lot of time has passed. She's 62 years old Oh, now. it changes everything, doesn't it? I don't know. If she, well, again, they're saying that it's going to stay true to the heart of the original film, but there will be original songs that we know and love, but also some new songs will be added to the sequel as well. So is she going to come back and be sad because Patrick has died? I don't know. In real life? You, you would have to address that somehow, wouldn't you? Because no one. No, I'm I agree. telling you, no one can replace Patrick. No, no one can replace Johnny. Like, no. actually, no one. No, I, I agree. Are they coming to us live for the Ryman Healthcare? Is that, is that what's happening? It's a new know. twist on Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> Plus the moves and the hip. No, Do you I don't know. know. What? 62 is not no, old. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. But, but it's not 25 either. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is she up for the lift? Oh, gosh. That is going to be worth watching. Uh, so the Dirty Dancing sequel, what we know so far, Jennifer Grey will return as baby. It's going to be original songs that we know and love. Plus, all so new songs added to the film and it won't stray too far from the heart of the original film. Everything else we know is on our website. If you go to coastonline.co.nz. Do you know, he's got just, another is, no, this is just another little side fact. I just just Googling Jennifer Grey. Did you know that her ex-fiancé was Johnny Depp? Yeah, And yeah. she's weighing into their case at she's the moment. part of it, yeah. That I reckon she's weighed in to get publicity for her <laughs> upcoming film. sequel. Yeah. Well, when I dated Johnny, I was in a movie called Dirty Dancing, there's a sequel coming soon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that trial there, the Johnny and Amber trial, I don't know if you've heard, but that's now on a break. And so it's a scheduled week-long break. And on May the 16th, they're going to be cross-examining everything Amber Heard has been saying the last few days. So Johnny's Depp... Uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers now have a go at her. Oh, for goodness sake. It's going to get nasty, wow. I think. The weather is getting a bit chillier, and that means more time inside. And I have got a psychological thriller for you today. Yeah. It's called Anatomy of a Scandal. It's number four on the list of most watched on Netflix at the moment. I didn't do what I'm accused of. If I don't get some order in my thoughts, I don't know what I'm going to do. Jesus! Jesus! 
All of your stories keep changing. For whatever reason, somebody is lying. Am I looking at him? Oh, yeah, someone's telling lies. So the scandal is around infidelity. It's around accusations of abuse. And if that hasn't hooked you in... <laughs> sounds quite <laughs> no, heavy. But it's gripping because it's, it's a politician. It gets a, a world of mess. There's a reason why most women like me um, stay at home and watch psychological dramas. Like, it is absolutely a thing where you're watching really dark stuff. Even Wh- though- women like me do the same. Yep, they, they do, James. <laughs> I loved this. Did you? Anyway, this will hook you in. Two of the actresses that you know and love. So Sienna Miller, yep. she is the main character, but the but the lawyer is Michelle Docker, Dockery, who was Mary from Downton Abbey, and Mary was phenomenal in Downton Abbey. Also, Rupert Friend, who is the leading male, he's actually from Homeland, and so if you liked that, those three actors, oh, they just make it, and it's intense, and it makes you question what you would do in the same situation, and there are quite a few twists. There right. really are, right? So basically, if, if you think the Johnny and Amber trial is fascinating full of drama, this is a whole trial now, because basically, it's a scandal involving a married politician and his um, <clears throat> after-hours activities with someone who shouldn't be doing after-hours activities with. Yes, but it starts off all, all well and good, but then things turn to custard as often it can. So if that sounds like a bit of you, it's also um, a British drama. So you know how if you like um, all, uh, Broadchurch, all of those types of things, it's in that vein, which I think they they do it so well, the Brits. They do it, and, and you said before, the twists. There are twists in this that, that drop your jaw several times, like, oh! It's oh! so juicy. <laughs> so what's it called again? It's, um, Anatomy of a Scandal on Netflix. Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast, Tony Street, Jason Reeves and Sam Wallace. Six till nine weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.